The world of work is rapidly changing, and the current pandemic has accelerated and accentuated the need for many of us to enhance our skills to thrive in this new world. The DSM Employment Ready podcast series is for the Greater Des Moines workforce to learn tools, tips, and techniques to increase employability value and to become the employee you want to be. You can find resources to improve your talent skill set and competencies with the Workforce Podcast Series. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me to give you a perspective on what types of skills and competencies can impact employability in today's market. I'm Beth Niggett, Executive Vice President and Chief People Officer for EMC Insurance Companies. And before I begin in earnest talking about the competencies, I first want to give a shout out and thank you to the Greater Des Moines Partnership for the work that they are doing to keep our businesses in business, keeping our people employed, and keeping our communities safe and healthy. Jay Byers and the entire team at Greater Des Moines Partnership continue to strengthen our community by finding ways to connect and leverage resources that serve the best interests of Des Moines and really do embody the motto of hashtag DSM strong. And a special thank you to Mary Bontrager, Executive Vice President of Talent Development at the Greater Des Moines Partnership for her conversations and also for providing significant resources for my comments today. And with that, I will jump in. So as you guys all know, uh, before COVID-19, it was absolutely necessary to be honing employability skills early because of a tight job market but because of the need to just be cognizant of adapting, staying relevant in an ever-changing environment where factors such as increased technology, artificial intelligence, AI, uh, served as ongoing disruptors in our workplace. However, with COVID-19, our world was pretty much turned upside down in the blink of an eye, and given our existing circumstances, it is even more imperative that employability really be top of mind. And so that's what I want to visit about today. There's no doubt that the world of work will continue to change at a rapid pace as AI, automation, machine learning, robotics, um, all sorts of social disruptors continue to impact the landscape of our working environment. These factors will certainly um, affect tasks in virtually all industries, and all occupational groups in the future to a varied degree. According to a recent report by the Brookings Institute, almost no occupation will be unaffected by the adoption of, of the technologies we have available to us today. That's not even considering technologies that we may not even know about. Um, approximately 25% of US employment, 36 million jobs, will face high exposure to automation in the coming decades with greater than 70% of current task content at risk for substitution. At the same time, some 36% or 52 million jobs will experience medium exposure to automation by 2030, and 39% will experience low exposure. And then of course, we have our unemployment that given the impact of COVID-19 continues to increase at an alarming pace. So there will always be a need for specific technical proficiencies for various jobs. But with the rapid pace of change in the world of work, there is an increasing level of importance placed on competencies and the ability to articulate a level of mastery of some key competencies. Now, while there are um, variances in terminology with how a competency may be referred to, 
um, how they may be grouped. The, the following 10 competencies I'm gonna go through were articulated by Bernard Marr in an April 2019 Forbes article. And these are 10 competencies that both Mary and I have discussed, things that we consistently see. Um, they're commonly uh, referred to, commonly um, discussed within the employability area and under worthwhile just to keep top of mind. So the first one is really about creativity. Creativity, curiosity, innovation. Uh, the workplace is going to continue to demand new ways of thinking and human creativity, frankly, is the key to it. This also means understanding that there will be failures. And it's not necessarily that there is a failure, it's what you learn from those failures. How do you, how do you evolve? How do you adapt? Are you able to inspect and understand what went right, what went wrong, and then apply those lessons learned? That really is kind of the essence of that creative genius, um, that innovation piece. The second one is emotional intelligence. And um, I really can't impress this one enough because we see this throughout every position, every industry. A machine is just simply not able to replace a human's ability to connect with another human being. So those who have high EQs will certainly be in demand. How well, um, how well are you able to exhibit self-awareness, social awareness, empathy, and in fact, vulnerability? These are key traits and drivers to be able to, um, to demonstrate some proficiency within those emotional intelligence areas that are key, not only for necessarily a foot in the door, but also key from a standpoint of promotion and into leadership roles. The third one is analytical or critical thinking. Someone who is a strong analytical thinker uh, relies on logic and reasoning as opposed to just your gut reaction. Can you evaluate the pros and the cons of a situation and do so dispassionately uh, with an open mind to the best possible solution? People with strong analytical thinking um, will be needed in the workplace to navigate the human slash machine division of labor, identifying what data is needed. Um, that's that human piece. Uh, the human piece is deciding what is the relevant data, what is needed to help drive decisions. How do we spot trends? That type of um, critical analysis is, is going to be key to um, the syncing up of human and machine type of learning. The fourth is an active learning or growth learning type of mindset. Active learners understand their abilities and their intelligence can be developed always. There is not a finite set of information. It's not as if any one of us reaches a point where um, we've got everything that needs to be had and, and we reach that level where we're good. Uh, the, the growth mindset really is about knowing that you don't always know and that's okay. Um, but where can we, where can we go? What resources do we need to continue to hone? Understanding that, uh, again, kind of going back to that failure, when I have failed, what do I learn? How do I grow? And, and that will always be key because, again, that demonstrates that um, curiosity as well. So you'll begin to see that so many of these 
uh, competencies even are interrelated and, and connect to each other. But this growth mindset um, with this constant passion to learn and to understand is, is always critical, regardless of the industry. The fifth one, uh, judgment and decision-making. While machines and data can certainly process information and provide insights that might be um, virtually impossible for humans to do at a certain rate, ultimately it is that human perspective that we need um, in order to recognize the broader implications. The decision might have broader implications on um, interdepartment dependencies or um, how one area of the business might sync up with what customer needs are. That's judgment. That's that discretionary decision-making that, um, that will always be key, regardless of, of how much technology or AI may come into play. And again, never underestimate just the value of common sense and the need to appreciate the human psyche. Number six, interpersonal communication skills. Again, um, this is not going to go out of style. The need to exchange information, um, information between people uh, of varying levels within any organization and within our community stakeholders, our customer base, interpersonal communication skills are always vital and, and frankly always need to be honed, again, going back to that growth mindset. The adage of it's not only what you say, but how you say it remains necessary in business and it's just every bit as true today as it was a decade ago. Diplomacy and tact, the ability to build and sustain relationships is central to virtually any task in any industry. Uh, number seven, leadership skills. Traits such as being inspiring and helping others become the best version of themselves will be necessary for the future workforce. And again, this is something that, that doesn't go out of style. Leaders on any org chart, um, we're going to see a flattening in terms of what that hierarchy looks like. And so that means leadership in terms of um, being an individual contributor, those uh, abilities and those avenues for um, taking advantage of leadership in that individual contributor role will just continue to grow and evolve. So recognizing that I can be a leader no matter what my position is, but certainly the more leadership capacity and um, skills that I demonstrate, that is going to have an impact even on promotability. So again, how can we add value? How can we ensure that we're looking out for the best interest of the team, of the organization, of the greater good? Number eight, diversity, inclusion, and cultural intelligence. As our world and our workplaces become more and more diverse, it is vital that as individuals, we have the skills to understand respect and work with others despite differences in every single sense. The ability to understand and appreciate and value and authentically value the differences that everybody brings to the workplace. That's key. And that not only improves um, how we interact within any kind of an organization, it is um, there, there's research in, in just droves that demonstrate when we as an organization value inclusion, that leads to greater success of the company. So not only is there an advantage 
with um, demonstrating diversity and inclusion and cultural intelligence within the confines of an organization, it creates greater success for the organization as a whole and our communities. Number nine, technology skills. Uh, as I indicated earlier, every industry and job in the future can be fueled by new technologies. Again, going back to artificial intelligence, automation, machine learning, big data, blockchains, even more. We don't even know today what the technologies will be of tomorrow. And so at the most basic level, employees in most roles just being required to access data. Um, what are the tools that are gonna allow us to um, kind of have um, the most availability and accessibility to that data? Are we comfortable using those tools? And then how do we act on that data? How do we spot those trends? How do we use that data to help drive us in our, our day-to-day um, positions? And number 10, and this is a big one, embracing change. We hear that all the time. And it is, it's not easy for, for really any of us to necessarily become comfortable with the uncomfortable. But in, in the workplace of today, in the workplace of tomorrow, it really is about embracing that change. And if we can't get really excited, at least let's not be fearful of that change. How can we make sure that we are at least comfortable from a standpoint of recognizing, navigating, getting comfortable, realizing that when change occurs, um, kind of the biggest reaction is what is being taken away from me? Can we reframe that to what opportunities does this afford me? These changes, what additional opportunities can I have to demonstrate my proficiency, how I can add value? Can we look for the opportunities as opposed to having that fear that initially comes about anytime that there's, there's change? That's human nature, but it's recognizing that and then being able to move forward and champion and be able to make connections and help our coworkers, help the team, help the organization understand how change can really be a driver of success. And in fact, it is absolutely a driver of success. The more we are comfortable with working in a world where there's volatility, uncertainty, um, complexity, and ambiguity, the better off that we will be and able to understand um, kind of what our skill sets are and, and how we can maneuver and navigate and um, come into or use these various competencies all rolled together to really be able to embrace change and, and affect it for the positive. So more and more uh, employers are looking at what competencies and behaviors are needed as being a better predictor of success than simply prior experiences. Now that does not mean that prior experiences aren't important, they certainly are. It is a both and perspective. It requires prospective employees to take stock of what your past experiences have been and be able to articulate within those past experiences, how have you drawn upon these competencies? How have you utilized these behaviors in your past experience? And then how can you translate and transfer those experiences, those competencies into whatever position you might be interviewing for? There is real value to be able to demonstrate the connection between a former experience, tie in the competency that was learned, and then translate that into what this new skill set or new opportunities may be. That is in and of itself a demonstration of embracing the change, 
understanding the self-awareness, those, those emotional intelligence skills and, and that creativity and innovation, taking what you've learned and applying it future forward. So I want to close by just making sure that um, everybody takes stock of what the Greater Des Moines Partnerships website has available. There are great resources on the website. And additionally, over the course of the next several weeks, there's going to be a series of podcasts. Uh, DSM Employment Ready is the title of the podcast. And these podcasts will do a deeper dive into several of these competencies and introduce some additional competencies, just again, making sure that the focus is on in these times of uncertainty and change, how can we be providing you with some resources, places where you can go to learn a little bit more about what, what employers are looking for and, and how you can best prepare yourself uh, to be successful in a new industry, in a new position. So shout out to the Greater Des Moines Partnership for putting this together and hopefully you find it of value. Make sure that uh, if you see something, reach out to Des Moines Partnership and the employers that are participating, um, let us know. We're, we're always happy to um, be providing resources because the better we can make our communities and our businesses, the better off we will all be together. And again, going back to the, uh, the motto of uh, hashtag DSM strong, we really want to make sure that we are, are living that motto. So thank you for, um, for listening in. Uh, everybody stay safe and take care. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the DSM Employment Ready podcast produced by the Greater Des Moines Partnership. To listen to more tips, tools, and techniques from this series, please visit dsmpartnership.com.